Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology for June 6th through 12th, 2022. So we are coming off of a couple of switcheroos last week. Um, I know we talked about this in last week's video, but we had Mercury turn direct. Um, Mercury, Mercury turned direct at 26 degrees of Taurus. And then we had Saturn turn retrograde at 25 degrees of Aquarius. And that is what's called a square. And um, the most important thing that you need to know is that last week and even this week, it's kind of a formative time for everybody. And of course, we're all going to experience this astrology differently, but it's, you know, we have choices to make. We have serious decisions and options to weigh. It's a time when things are coming together. It's also a time when things are pulling apart or we have to recalibrate. Um, you know, in a way, the astrology of last week and this week plays on a larger story, um, not just the story of, uh, let's say, Saturn square Uranus. And that's something that we had last year, but even this year, too, where a lot of these sort of things that we never thought would change are starting to change. And I think especially if we look back to 2021, um, it felt like the the tectonic plates were shifting and moving around. And you know there are gonna be points in 2022 where we feel that again. Um, but how are you all doing? How did you feel the Mercury turn direct, uh, Saturn turn retrograde? Retrograde is not a bad thing. It's just a pivot point. It's a time when the energy changes. We have to pull in instead of push out. We have to reflect and sort of consider our options and decisions instead of, oh, wait, somebody's trying to call me in the middle of my show. Um, but anyway, um, it's a time when we have to reconsider our options and choices and build for the future. And I said this last week, uh, Saturn turning retrograde is a check-in with a story that's been unfolding since 2020 and that story is about friends community Saturn's in Aquarius it's about the future and maybe that you sort of were considering the themes about the future considering themes around friends and connection as we went through the weekend um, this week we are you know it's kind of light on astrology this week light air quotes light but I think that we are building off of some of the work that we've been doing over the past few days with Saturn and then later this week, we have a check-in with Uranus. Um, Uranus is this planet that's been in Taurus since 2018, 2019. It's been shifting our relationship with the Earth, with money, stability, security, trust, um, our, our, even our relationship with our bodies. Uh, Taurus uh, does talk about the body and that really fundamental relationship with our physical life or physical reality. But before I get too far ahead, let's reintroduce myself. Uh, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live to talk about the astrology, to see how we, you know, how's this unfolding in our lives and something that you hear me say pretty much every week, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. Something that's really important for us to sort of reconnect with that idea from time to time, because what is astrology? Astrology is time. It's the energy of time. It's how we live time. It's how our lives unfold and, and according to certain rhythms. 
and with your birth date, birth time, and birth place. Yes, you need your birth time. What is your time? What is your time to live? Where is this time, this astrology that you're born under trying to get you towards? And yes, we're talking about these larger themes that we're all sharing. But you know, when I go through the 12 signs later, of course, you're going to see well, how does this apply to my sun sign, apply to my rising sign for those that know the rising signs. So this week, you know, like I said, we're, we're checking in with Saturn and, you know, I, you know, went a bit more into Saturn last week. So I want to push you all towards last week's uh, love letter, periodic love letter to Saturn, my favorite planet. You never think that the planet of lessons would be anybody's planet or favorite planet, but it's a planet that I, I, I get. Hope, hopefully I get. Hopefully Saturn doesn't think otherwise. Um, it's a planet that's big in my own astrology. And I think it's important for us to really understand Saturn because while we are here in a physical body, we are under Saturn's laws, time, karma, aging. And Saturn does talk about the lessons of our lives. I call Saturn the master plan, um, the master plan planet. And your life has a master plan. And that's why I love checking in with Saturn because it gives us an opportunity to get back in alignment with the master plan, to take a step up, to recalibrate, to recommit, to get real. And I think that that's something that we all need to keep in mind as we go into this week that we are continuing to, to get real about something in particular to our lives. Um, remember I was talking about Saturn square Uranus. So that past last year, we had what are called three squares between Saturn and Uranus. Um, that was a lot of these sort of stress points that we felt in February 2021, June of 2021, and December of 2021, but that energy plays out this year. So as you go into this week, even though it is about this formative time, sort of saying yes to things that we need to say yes to, no to things that we need to say no to, but doing it in a way that breaks us away from the past breaks us away from anything that um, keeps us uh, small, keeps us stuck in something, and keeps us stuck in something that's not really us. Um, and, and we're going to talk about uh, Uranus in just a moment, but you know, let's look at the astrology of this week of June, I think about it, June 6th through 12th, 2022. So I said a few moments ago that we're a little light on astrology this week. It's mostly the moon that's driving the story, with some exceptions. Um, this week, as we start the week, it, the moon is in Virgo. And a Virgo moon plays off of the Gemini sun, and it's about first quarter moon. It's about seeing the seeds that we planted back with the Gemini new moon of, I think, like May, when was the Gemini new moon? Um, it was May, May 30th, um, was the Gemini new moon. And so this is a time for us to go back to the choices that we made around May 30th, uh, the directions that we're taking our life in, sort of the ideas and thoughts we're having. Mercury is now direct, so this is a different half of Gemini season. It's one that's more about forward movement, but forward movement that's based on a plan of action and maybe that's where the, today's Virgo moon comes in Vir, the moon will be in Virgo over the next couple of days um, it does switch signs um, and it goes into Libra uh, midweek 
And then the Libra moon takes us into the end of the week. And so I want to highlight the Libra moon for a moment because when the moon goes into Libra, it's going to pick up on something called Venus and Taurus. Venus has been in Taurus uh, probably for a couple of weeks. Venus has been in Taurus since the 28th of May. Look, I'm looking at my, my note. Um, Venus is at home in Taurus. So we've got about three, four weeks while Venus is in Taurus where we are returning to this energy of Taurus, which is about stability, security, our, our material lives, our financial lives. It's about feeling safe and secure, feeling that there's a roof over our head, there's enough money in the bank, there's enough resources, enough food in the kitchen. And of course, these things hit on different points with people. We're not always feeling secure, for example, around some of these subject matters. But Taurus energy does want that for us. And it gives us an opportunity to make, you know, to reach for that in the best way that we can. Here's the thing, Venus and Taurus activates the energies of Uranus and Taurus. Uranus has been in Taurus since May of 2018, March of 2019. And it's often a point that I keep going back to in my work because it's a big story, a big start of a chapter that began for each and every one of us, especially my fixed signs. If you are a Taurus, a Leo, a Scorpio, or an Aquarius, chances are that there has been some seismic rumbles in your life over the last four years. This even includes my my folks that are also uh, the fixed sign rising, a moon a fixed sign. Um, it's sort of these are sort of the major structures of your life astrologically. And Taurus is typically an energy that doesn't want to make change. And there's nothing wrong with that. Taurus reminds us that in order for life to thrive and to grow, we need things to be stable, reliable, predictable. And of course, when it comes to food and money and shelter, you absolutely want those things to be predictable. So here comes Uranus and Uranus is anything but predictable. It's a planet that talks about radical reinventions, a shift from the previous narrative, a break from something that has been keeping us small or keeping us out of who we truly are. And like I said, if you are a fixed sign, chances are you've seen some big shifts or at least the start of some big shifts over the past few years. If you're scratching your head and you're like, Katie, I'm a Leo or you know, I'm Taurus, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, there, this is an energy that you want to sort of sit with, be present with, because it wants to reveal you. It wants to transform your life. And if you're stuck, use this energy to your advantage because it will definitely get you unstuck. And so this year, um, this year is kind of capitalizes on Uranus and Taurus because this is the year 2022 where the eclipses are in Taurus and Scorpio and the eclipses are like a slingshot. They send us off into a new direction. They close doors, they open doors. And if that eclipse energy has been uh, seeded with the energies of Uranus, it could be a huge shift. It could be monumental. It could be something that is even happening internally because sometimes the shifts are not always external. They are internal. So we're going to check in when we look through the 12 signs about where is this you know, reoccurring story that we keep going back to? Where is it showing up in your life? Because it's important. By the time we are done with this chapter, this is a seven year chapter of time, you know, 2026, 2025, 2026, 
something about our relationship with money, material stability, material security, trust, value, uh, to touch, if I didn't say that word already, comfort, our feeling of being safe in our life will somehow shift and maybe you've had to already shift accordingly. So here we are this week, even though it's, you know, air quotes, quiet, you have Venus getting closer and closer to Uranus and Taurus, and they do make a conjunction on June 10th at uh, 16 degrees of Taurus. So a conjunction is simply just two planets to come together in the sky. Every year, and Venus has about a year cycle, every year, Venus will meet up with Uranus. So we, we would have had the conjunction uh, between Venus and, and Uranus probably late May of 2021. I don't have the date in my brain. So here we are a year later. And how are we even further from the story that began in 2018 and 2019? The other thing about this conjunction is that it picks up on the energy of the eclipses. And the eclipses are something I was just mentioning a few moments ago. Uh, eclipses, they happen every six months, every 18 months, they change signs. And back in January of 2022, the eclipses left Gemini and Sagittarius and they went to Taurus and Scorpio. Collectively, we are all living through these themes of Taurus and Scorpio life death. I realize the D word is a little bit intense, but we sort of have to give Scorpio its archetypical due. It's the sign that pulls us into ourselves, that reminds us that life is fleeting and that all things decay. Again, I know that that D word's a little intense, but that is the, the necessary step for new life to begin. That's where the beautiful energies of Taurus come in. Taurus reminds us that all life is reborn, whether it's in this life or in another life, and that even the decay of Scorpio brings sort of the Mayflowers of Taurus season. So this week we are checking back in with a solar eclipse that happened on April 30th. That solar eclipse was in Taurus. Um, the, the degree was 10 degrees, if I'm remembering correctly. And even in a way, checking back in on the lunar eclipse in Scorpio back on May 16th. And this is sort of the beauty and sometimes even the, the sort of the craziness about eclipses that even though that event was a month or a month plus away or, or behind us, that that eclipse energy can come in at a future date. Even, not to make things super crazy, uh, we're having two more eclipses in October and November in Taurus and Scorpio, or rather, Scorpio solar eclipse in October, Taurus full moon in November. And when the when Venus hits those eclipse degrees, we're getting a preview of the next six months, so to speak. So be very present with what's happening. If you are a Taurus or a Libra, meaning you are Venus ruled, this is your your aspect to break away from something, to reinvent yourself, to get back to who you truly are, to step out of something that's limiting you or holding you back. I, you know, I th the, the English heart. So side note, I was watching this documentary on HBO on George Carlin, and I love watching documentaries because it gives me a chance as an astrologer to kind of bring up somebody's astrology and sort of follow the narrative 
with their chart. It's that's how I one of the ways I learn, apart from learning from you all, um, you know, some of you are my clients, of course. And I was looking at George Carlin. He is a Taurus, or was a Taurus. Now he's been, you know, passed on for over ten years. And he was a Sun conjunct Uranus and Taurus. Which I thought was really fascinating. And he was Leo rising, fixed sign. And so I was looking at this, these very key moments in his life, especially his. Uh, Uranus opposition of his early 40s is when he was doing a lot of the stuff about free speech and a lot of these you know, the cases. Uh, this is, of course, a very American example. A lot of the laws around free speech that, that happened in the late 70s uh, because of him. And it reminds me of this energy. It's like, you know, Uranus energy really wants something to evolve and transform. And I mean this very neutrally, of course, you know, maybe you feel differently about him. But I'm just saying that to kind of give a little bit of a real world example and how in your life, something has to grow and evolve. It can't be confined in sort of somebody else's you know, you know, whether he is a comedian or he is sort of his earlier time in his comedy career, we had, you know, no beard, you know, kind of the shortcut hair and the suit and the tie. And, you know, there isn't, there's nothing buttoned up about Uranus energy. It needs to break free. So each and every one of us is in the midst of some type of revolution. Again, it could be internal revolution, external revolution. Some area of your life, which we're going to check in on in a few moments, needs a complete re, re, reinvention. It needs to do things differently. It can't be stifled. It can't sit in somebody else's box or somebody else's script. It has to be themselves. So anyway, that was just kind of a little tangent. Um, again, I love watching documentaries. Um, Tina Turner documentary on HBO, also a good one to follow along with the astrology. Sometimes um, the, the older celebrities, we have their information. It's an astrodatabank.com, and you can play along at home. Um, and I, that's, I actually really recommend this if you are learning astrology. It's a really great way to sort of follow the transits. This is an intermediary point. Um, follow the transits, follow key life stages with somebody, and see how their astrology unfolds, not to sort of make any judgments or draw any conclusions, uh, hard conclusions, but to sort of see uh, how somebody else lived these energies during their life or presently living these energies. Um, that's Uranus. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I kind of wanted to give a real world example. And I'm, I've got Uranus on the brain a lot lately because personally I'm going through my Uranus opposition talked about this a few weeks ago. This happens um, for those who are about 42, 43. Yes, I'm giving my age away. And it is a time when your life can do a 180. It's a time when you can't sort of be, again, in somebody else's script or somebody else's expectation of you. And I think my Uranus opposition is in a week and a half. Um, but uh, yeah, Uranus opposition, it's one of those key astrological stages of evolution. It builds upon the Saturn return of age 29, and it gives us all a chance to get back to who we are and to break away from sometimes the, the constricting sides of, of Saturn. Anyway, like I said, I have Uranus on the brain. Um, Last aspect I want to talk about is Mercury. It's coming out of Taurus. It's, if you recall, last week Mercury turned direct. Um, it turned direct on, it was Friday. Um, it turned direct at 26 degrees of Taurus. There's that sign again. 
And Mercury is picking up on a trine to Pluto. Pluto's over in Capricorn. Capricorn's an Earth sign. And so Mercury is sort of holding this position all week. It's making the square to Saturn, the trine to Pluto. Some pretty heavy-duty energy that Mercury is picking up on. It says that we are reforming, transforming how we think, how we communicate, how we listen, how we learn, and even the choices that we're making. Mercury trying Pluto, if you have that aspect, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's great for research. It's great for detective work. It's great for you know somebody who's a therapist, somebody who's able to go into these spaces and to have real conversations and to have conversations that are transformative. Mercury and Pluto are powerful together. And I think when it's, when it's the trine, we have this opportunity to use our voice in a powerful way. But Mercury will, by next week, early next week, it'll leave Taurus and it will go into Gemini uh, where it was when it turned retrograde. Just a little fun fact, Mercury is wrapping up that part of the sky. It was last at the last few degrees of Taurus um, back at the end of April of 2022. So in a way, we're revisiting events, decisions, ideas, and information from the, the end of April of 2022. So let's look at the 12 signs um, and to see where this revolutionary energy is unfolding in your life, um, in addition to perhaps some other things that are going on. So let's start with Aries. Aries, just a little reminder, Mars, your planet continues to be in Aries. You are in the start of a new personal cycle. So this has been, what, over the past uh, week and a half or so, I think since the 24th of May. And you know, you have a lot of energy, you have a lot of drive, especially with Jupiter there. It's a time of new beginnings, new power, and setting sail on a new adventure, so to speak. Which then brings me to Uranus. So Uranus has been in your second set of money and income since May 18, March of 2019. And over the past four, three, four years, you've needed to reinvent your relationship with money. Money can just be this thing that gets you stuff or this thing that gives you status and power, but What's behind it? What's 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 what are your true values? Um, do you need to look at what you inherited about money? And I mean your beliefs, your sense of security and stability, your insecurity, your instability, and how do you transform your sense of, of income, or your your sense of material stability and security, how you earn earn and earn a living, how you make an income, and sort of maybe maybe making some shifts over the past few years and continue to make some shifts. So it's all about money and income and, and to some degree investments and material st stability and security this week for you. But it's building off a larger story and that larger story is both tied to the eclipses of 2022, the eclipses that we had in April and May, but also the eclipses that we had um, back in November 2021 and then this larger story a reinvention that's been happening since 2018 and 2019. I will just sort of remind you that Saturn just turned retrograde in what's called your 11th sign. You are wrapping up a two, three year chapter of needing to take a serious look, serious look at friendships, 
how you connect, how you socialize, the social networks you're a part of, strengthening your social circle, your social networks, maybe even ending relationships that don't work for you anymore. But that's where Saturn is doing a lot of its looking over your shoulder right now, especially as you look towards the future Aries. Taurus. So Taurus, you've heard me talk about week in and week out that you are in a six to seven year time period of reinventing yourself. Now, this of course means different things to different Tauruses, but I can say on a sort of a baseline for you, Taurus, you can't be who you're not. You can't be somebody else's expectation of who you should be, whether it's a partner, a family member, or even a social construct, for example. There is something that lives inside of each and every one of us, and that's what identifies us as us. And the problem is that a lot of times we take that energy and we hide it. We, it's almost like we turn it to somebody else's energy, and then perhaps we wonder why things aren't working. So it's possible, Taurus, when you look back over the last three, four years, you see a pretty palpable narrative around change and transformation and reawakenings. If you are holding on for dear life, I know that every Taurus is different. I know some Tauruses have embraced this. Some Tauruses are resisting this. My, For those, if you're really fighting this, it's good to work with this energy um, because it can be a bit intense if we're resisting it. Like, How do you, in the way that makes you feel safe, Taurus, bring this energy of change and transformation positively to certain areas of your life? So here comes Venus, your planet, and it's a time of new beginnings. It's, it's personal cycles, but it's picking up on this larger story of transformation. Let us not forget that Saturn just turned retrograde in your career sign. It's a time about serious choices, serious decisions, and to the best that you can figure out right now, Taurus, trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up sort of the milestones in your professional life right now, the decisions that you're making, the pathways or the thoughts that you're having, they're setting you up for a larger story of change and transformation that begins in 2023. There's more to talk about that in the future. Leo, Leo, geez. Uh, I completely skipped over about a few other signs. Um, Gemini, uh, Gemini, so, you know, you're one of those signs where a lot of this stuff is happening on an internal level. It's not as obvious. You know, Uranus has been in your 12th sign for the last three, four years. So this has been about a reinvention and awakening um, to your relationship with your spirituality, your universality. Of course, this can be different, mean different things for different Geminis. This, this could be for one Gemini, they've never thought about themselves beyond themselves. There's the, but the fact that they exist in a world beyond this world is, is a foreign concept in part. Maybe it's even a scary concept. For other Geminis, maybe this has been a time of awakening to aspects of who you are um, that you've never really even touched or, or, or even consciously realized that was, was there. The 12th in anybody's chart, in this case your chart, Gemini, it's the non-manifested world. It's the things you can't see. It's this, you know, the spiritual realms, but it's also your unconsciousness, unconscious desires, your dreams, your intuition. So this sort of seismic shift may be happening on a level that you can't sort of tangibly or outwardly 
quantify, but it's but it's happening, even if you can't fully see it. Um, Gemini, pay attention to your dreams, pay attention to your intuition, and start to listen for sort of messages or clues or insights that are coming from someplace beyond this world. Saturn just turned to a retrograde in your ninth sign, so it's sort of playing off this very existential, why am I here, what am I doing, where am I going? Uh, narrative that's been playing out over the past couple of years. Then there's your planet, Mercury, still in Taurus, still in this hidden part of your chart. So you may feel like you're sort of half in, half out right now, or sort of wrapping up an old story, and maybe even very eager to start something, but you sort of wrap a lot of things up right now, Gemini. When uh, Mercury goes back into Gemini on June 13th, it'll be a, like this new time for movement, but you're, you have to go back and revisit some things from the end of April of 2022. Um, yeah, there you go, Gemini. Oh, I'll also say Saturn, um, it's a thing about aspects. This, this is sort of a technical thing about astrology, but when your planet turned direct, last week it's sort of holding this square to saturn it's a lot of pressure saturn wants us to have our lives in tip-top shape um you know of course you're gonna everybody's gonna experience that differently but do your best gemini to get things in order right now really weigh your options weigh your decisions um make the right decisions make clear-headed decisions um, but then there's the trying to pluto so there's some sort of bigger transformation that's happening right now for you gemini Cancer. So Cancer, here's your periodic check-in with what I call Saturn in the eighth room. And we talked about this last week, but to sort of carry into this week, it's a little bit of a heavier time, Cancer. You've, you've, you're, but you're almost, you've got like less than a year of completing one of these major times in your life where you have to do the work. You have to go within, you have to face yourself. You have to be tested by life. Why? It sounds a little um, little mean by the universe, but we all have that moment in life where if, we, if we're not tested by life, then we don't grow. We don't truly grow. Everything's just easy coast, but this has been your time, Cancer, for you to do the deeper work. It has been intense. I mean, look, I've, I've lived through Saturn through my eighth, and this is your time every 30 years. I know, 30 years for you to do that deep inner work. Here's where this Uranian revolutionary energy is showing up for you. It's showing up in your social circles, in your group connections, your friends, your community, and how over the past few years, maybe you've seen friendships transform. Maybe you've seen old friendships leave. The idea is that the people that you are connecting to in your life right now, they, in a way they are Uranus, meaning they are seeing, helping you to see things from a different perspective. They are opening up your eyes, opening up your consciousness, opening up your awareness of the world, whether it's society, humanity, humanitarian, humanitarian issues, social issues, and social justice. So this is a time for you to really think about well, who are your friends? Who are the type of friends that you want? Who are the people that are trying to come into your life and how in their own way are they trying to shake things up? And this has been something that's been unfolding since May of 2018, March of 2019. Um, and with Venus there, and Venus is um, a big player in your astrology. It's the 
planet that talks about um, home and family, emotional connection, and um, maybe on some level needing to have a stronger emotional connection with your friendships or have friends who are like family, or make sure that whoever is in your life, you have a deep emotional affinity and alignment with them. Now it's time for Leo. See, I, I tried to jump the queue and um, almost did Leo um, in place of Gemini. But anyway, Leo. Leo, you're a fixed sign. You hear me say that every week. And so sort of the tectonic plates of your life are not so uh, in the same place that they were maybe even a week ago. So where this Uranian revolutionary energy uh, has been, has been in your 10th sign. The 10th sign is about career. It's not just your professional life, but it's the role that you play in the world, the duties and responsibilities that you carry, whether you are a CEO or a parent or somebody who just has a strong need to sort of be out there in the, in the world in some way. Over the past few years, um, this has been a time of reinventing career. For some Leos, it's been a 180. You have to do the thing, the thing in the world that is a match for you. It's not what your parents want. It's not what your community wants. It's not even what your fears want. Like, you know, Uranus wants liberation and it wants just you to be you out in the, there in the world. So there's been this thing that's been happening, a shift that's been happening. And maybe you haven't made a 180, you know, maybe you're, but maybe you're thinking about it, or maybe you're afraid to go after the thing that you really want. And well, how is that even possible? Like, how can I pay my bills and earn a living uh, doing what I love, what's in my heart? And, and, and I, I know that from personal experience, because you know, some of you may know that I quit my 20 year IT career to, to be a full-time astrologer. People thought I was crazy. I probably thought I, my, I myself was crazy. Um, but I'm not a Leo, but I'm a major planet in Leo, and that's why I identify with this narrative. But maybe it isn't a career 180. Maybe it's a career breakthrough. Maybe it's a career where all the work that you've been doing, it's now it's time for you to sort of get the, the recognition or the to see things grow in a way that they haven't been growing before. So Venus, this is a career peak. Venus, Venus typically going through your career sign, but Venus meeting up with Uranus and meeting up with the energies of eclipses certainly make things a little bit interesting right now. And I will add that Uranus, not Uranus, Saturn is um, just turned retrograde in your relationship sign. It's been a time to get very serious about relationship, all relationships, not just romantic relationships, and figure out what you and another person want to do, um, or you and just people in general, and be getting serious about how you connect, interact, and socialize. And Saturn just wants balance, so this is a time where your relationships or social connections cannot be out of balance. I mean, you can't overgive, undergive. Things just have to be in equity. Virgo. So Virgo, your planet Mercury just turned direct at uh, 26 degrees of Taurus. So where's Taurus in your chart? Well, it's, it's, it's your ninth sign. And the ninth sign is the part of the astrology that talks about well, how do we see things? You know, what do we believe in? What's our truth? What's our convictions? This is the sign for you that's about faith and truth, philosophy, education, higher education religion, law, that's sort of the bucket. 
that uh, this space of your astrology occupies. And so you've been in a philosophical mood over the past few weeks. And with the, with the Saturn square, you've had to get real about something. And maybe this is getting real about what you believe in, what your truth is, what your convictions are, what you're standing up for. Um, or maybe this is getting real about your education. Maybe you need to prioritize your education. Um, I will say that Saturn just turned retrograde in your sixth sign. Six signs about health and wellness. Do continue to pay attention to your physical body, your, your the needs of your day-to-day -day life. Get things cleaned up and organized. Do not, and I'm just being a real traditional astrologer here for a moment. When Saturn is in the sixth, you sort of want to definitely do what Saturn wants. Like, you know, get your checkups, brush your teeth, eat your vegetables, wake up early, go to bed early, um, get fresh air, get sunlight, um, because this is a time where your where your physical well-being has to be in alignment. And I think with the, um, the, the square to Saturn, you've needed to see how maybe certain beliefs or the way that you see things, or even what you believe about yourself, maybe that's impacted your health and wellness. So that said, this sort of revolutionary energy that's been brewing over the past few years in your ninth sign. So maybe what you believe in is not what you believe in now. Maybe you've had a crisis of faith. Maybe you've had an awakening of faith. Or maybe you've had an awakening with your sense of the world outside of you needing to get curious and focus on your education. Mercury will, it is making a trine to Pluto, so this is a power week for you, a need for you to really transform something about yourself and then even your career. Speaking of which, Mercury will get back to Gemini on June 13th and it's back focusing on your professional life. Libra. So Libra, Venus is your planet, and Venus is right at home in the sign of Taurus. But here's something that's very interesting about that. So Taurus is what's called your eighth sign. And the eighth sign in anybody's astrology is that space in the, in, in the chart, or the space in the sky where you have to be tested by life. I know that doesn't sound very uh, appealing, um, but it is sort of that necessary uh, part of life that we all have to go through. We have to examine ourselves. We have to face ourselves. We have to navigate themes around trust and stability. Um, can I trust this person? Do I feel safe and secure? Intimacy, um, opening up yourself to, to somebody else, whether it's in a, in a romantic relationship or even just trying to be emotionally vulnerable to people. And I think, as I've said previous weeks, a lot of the work that Libra has been doing on some level is facing the shadow self, facing the inner saboteur. And so with Venus and, and Uranus meeting up and, and sort of capitalizing on these energies of the eclipses that we had um, April, May, this is a time for you to sort of see things very differently, see yourself, see your inner shadow, differently and maybe even break from something emotional something like an old trauma for example that you thought you'd never be able to let go of because that's the thing about uranus is that it, uranus has no sentimentality and that includes the things and traumas and feelings and buried feelings that we hold on to because we think that we need to um and uranus is like no this is not who you are here let me show you um, so this is a lot of this inner work or a lot of this astrology rather is happening on an inner level. Um, but uh, really pay attention, Libra, because this is your planet. What sort of light bulbs go off this week? Um, 
what sort of breakthroughs, breakdowns, transformations. Then again, this has been a few years in the making. Um, and I will add Libra, Saturn, um, one of your major planets turned uh, retrograde. And just don't forget that this is a year where you need to take yourself and take your talents seriously. Scorpio. So Scorpio, you are a fixed sign. And as you hear me say every week, the fixed signs are not so fixed at the moment. It means Scorpio that you're so used to your life existing in a certain container, a certain direction, you like stability, you like security. Scorpio is a sign that's very driven to mitigate risk, to plan, to strategize for the future, to sort of out-strategize things. And Scorpio wants to be in control of everything. There are pluses to that and there are minuses to that Scorpio. The pluses are you're really good in a crisis. You're able to navigate um, big life things and sort of plan and strategize for the future. The not so helpful things is that you can be very rigid. I'm saying this with love Scorpio and um, it's hard for you to let go, which is ironic because you're supposed to be the sign of transformation and release, letting go. That's sort of the irony about Scorpio is that it wants to be in control of that process. So how do you let go of control? And that might feel like a big tall order because it goes against something that's very instinctual, but that's a lot of where your astrology is right now. This revolutionary energy has been unfolding in your sign of relationships and sort of reminding you, Scorpio, that you can't be the boss of everything. You can be the boss, but not of everything. You can't be, you can't control the weather. You can't control um, bigger aspects of life and you can't control other people. So this is a time where you are taking the next step in a relationship or relationships, plural. This is not just romantic relationships, it's all relationships. And it's a time that's trying to get you to open up to other people, particularly one-on-one -on -one connections. Now, if you are in an existing relationship, do know Scorpio that something about that relationship has to transform. It can't be you know, small. It can't be if there's, you know, like let's say a toxic pattern, for example, that is working against you. Uranus, again, has no sentimentality. It's like, all right, I'm done, you're, you're done. So maybe for some people, it's a shift or a shakeup in a relationship. For others, it's a breakthrough. For others, it's a time when somebody new is coming into their life or a need to really redefine and reinvent what relationship means for you. Do keep in mind that Saturn is down at the bottom of your chart. It will be there until March of 2023. It is about home and family and continuing to figure out where is home and who is home and what is the most important thing. Is it to have the people you love nearby? Is it to start a family? Is it to prioritize family? Is it to make a major move? But this is a time where it is about settling down, Scorpio, however that is relevant to you and really getting uh, anchored and building roots and foundation in this part of your life. Um, Sagittarius. Sag, so your planet, Jupiter, it's still over in Aries. It'll be in Aries until October. So Aries for you is about self-expression and creativity and fun and joy and passion. 
and it's a reminder, Sag, that you are a fire sign. Fire signs, their whole reason for being is to inspire, is to motivate, is to show us the individuality, the spark, the spark of life, and how passion is a necessary uh, element for life, for the creation of life. And if there's no passion, then a lot of things fall apart. So this is a time for you to continue to, to connect with what makes you, you. Um, for some people, it's a time of creative new beginnings, um, creative projects, perhaps even children, if that's relevant to you. But where is this uh, Uranian revolution reinvention happening? Well, it's happening in your sixth sign. And the sixth sign is, is, is the part of the chart that really talks about the stuff that we all have to do as human beings. It's the minutiae of life, and it's the necessary minutia of life, you know, waking up, having a schedule, going to work, eating our vegetables, going to the gym, whatever. So it's a time for you to shift your relationship with your day-to-day -day life. And maybe you've seen your day-to-day -day life shift over the past few years. Certainly everybody working at home um, is a shift in something about your day-to-day -day life to go from an office to a home environment, for example. Maybe that shift is your relationship with your day-to-day -day life. You want to change something. You want to wake up earlier. You want to sleep in or you want to go to the gym. And I, I mentioned gym because the sixth sign does talk about health and wellness. And of course, everybody has different physical needs. And how do you shift your relationship with your physical body? Um, do you need more exercise? Do you need more fresh air? Do you need to make a change in your diet? So this is say check in with an ongoing story that's been happening since 2018 and 2019, something that's been trying to shake up your relationship with your relationship with your body, work, projects, and sort of being here and present on a day-to-day -day level. I will also add that Saturn just turned retrograde in your third sign. It's a time for you to take your voice, to take your choices seriously, to be um, to be somebody who is a, a an authority in what you have to say or even what you have to teach, if that's relevant to you, Sag. Then again, you're a natural teacher. Mercury is one of your major planets. It just turned uh, direct after a four-week retrograde turn direct in a square to Saturn. So you have some major decisions to make about your professional life and also about relationships. Capricorn. Capricorn. So let me, and I'm saying this for the Capricorns that I have in my life. So your planet is Saturn. Now Saturn as your planet, it sort of gives you an innate ability to build, construct, build for the future, to understand that our Physical lives need work, hard work, and sort of strategizing for the future. And maybe that's seen a bit of a big shift over the past year plus, because your planet Saturn, when it got into Aquarius back in December of 2020, although it was a preview in March of 2020 to July of 2020, when it got into Aquarius in December of 2020, it began to make something called a square to Uranus. So it's a little bit hard to do the typical Capricorn script right now because you have had pressure throughout 2021, even pressure in 2022 to, to shift things. And I think that there's an instinct for Capricorn to do the things that are expected of them and to do the things that are part of the air quotes script. 
And that's what Capricorn can't do. It doesn't mean that Capricorn has to suddenly stop Capricorning or stop uh, you know, reaching for goals and success. But you just have to make sure that they're your goals. You have to just make sure they're, they're right for you, for example. So Saturn turning retrograde is sort of a check-in on this process of really shifting a lot of priorities in your life, um, making sure that the things that you're building towards or the things that you're spending time and money on are actually you know, going to support you, for example, actually are a good thing in your life. Um, Saturn did turn retrograde in your money signs, so it is about material stability and material stability, material security at the moment. But then there's Uranus, and Uranus is kind of, in a way, plays off of what I just said. Uranus is in your fifth sign, and so this has been three, four years of you incrementally reinventing who you are. Now, the thing is, is that you're not becoming somebody else. You're becoming you. And this has been, and, and it will be in total, a six, seven year process of you revealing your true self, the true you, not the you that's been you know, sort of forged by somebody else's expectations, societal, community, family, religious, you being you and you getting in touch with the things, the passions, the joy, the creativity, the things that actually fuel you and fuel your life. Venus is in your fifth sign right now, so it is again about passion, creativity, joy, fun, identity, persona, but it is playing on this larger time of reinvention of who you are. So just remember Capricorn, you can't play by the script this week, you have to do things a little bit differently. And Venus is a career planet for you, so this conjunction of Venus to um, to Uranus uh, on the 10th of June may talk about a career shift for you in some way, a career pivot. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius, you are a fixed sign, as you've been hearing me say week in and week out. And I, I sort of need to say that because fixed signs, their instincts are to keep things fixed because life needs that energy. If everything's always shifting and moving, it's difficult for life to really to thrive you know that's where the goalposts keep moving but i think it's been a little bit hard on aquarius because where a lot of the seismic activity is happening it's happening at the base of aquarius's chart so imagine you know a, a root or a foundation imagine a house and it keeps there keeps being earthquakes it's hard for you to really feel that life is sort of calm and secure at the moment now what do you do with this and we've talked about this in previous weeks Aquarius but you have to move and I, and I say that as a broad statement and it doesn't mean you have to physically move and for some Aquarius you have physically moved but there has to be some sort of psychic move and I said earlier that sometimes the shift is internal and for you Aquarius the shift is definitely internal but first internal shift has to happen before the external shift can happen so just know Aquarius that the foundation of your life is shifting and moving over a six seven year time frame I know that you're like oh my god six seven years and but this is not necessarily a negative thing because Uranus wants to break you out of maybe things that you've been connected to things you've been feeding yourself with that just aren't actually nourishing your life again sometimes the shift has to happen internally before it can happen externally. You do have eclipses in this part of your chart. It does talk about a change in the household, a change in the living situation, a move. Somebody moves in, somebody moves out. We're sort of a larger internal emotional psychic move. 
Um, Aquarius, your planet just turned retrograde. Um, it's sort of this reminder that you're in this two, three year period of life sort of setting the bar higher for you. So if you feel like there's a little bit of pressure at the moment, um, it's, it's just it's Saturn doing its Saturn thing. It's time for you to get real, to make decisions, to look at your life under a different lens. And with Venus, again, at the bottom of the chart, you know, Venus is talking a lot about this shift in your home environment and the need to plant yourself someplace or someplace internally that's actually going to support you and support your life. Pisces. So Pisces, just a reminder that Jupiter is your planet and Jupiter is in Aries as of May 13th. So it's about money and income and material stability, focusing on you know how you earn a living and creating uh, security in your life. So there's that. Mercury just turned direct and Mercury is one of the major players in your astrology. It's, it's, a, um, it's a, the planet that talks about home and family and it's also the planet that talks about relationships for you. So Mercury turning direct maybe created some forward movement in your professional life or forward movement in a relationship, but Mercury made a square to Saturn. So you needed to weigh things very seriously over the past week and continue to weigh things seriously um, over the next few days. Saturn being Saturn wants us to make the right decisions, wants to say yes to the things that we need to say yes to and no to the things that we need to say no to. Things have to be in order. Um, Mercury just turned uh, direct in what's called your fourth, no, third, third, third sign of voice and communication. And so really think about the power or the value of the things that you have to say, the things that you think, the things that you communicate. I think with a lot of the tie back to uh, what's called Saturn in your 12th right now, I think it's important reminder um, Pisces that every idea and every thought, whether we are saying it verbally or saying it to ourselves, it's powerful. And sometimes we can create things in our lives that we're wondering like, why, why, why does this keep happening? Well, maybe this is a good, you know, with Mercury turning um, direct to, to take inventory, to audit your thoughts, audit your ideas, audit what goes through your mind and maybe make a shift. Maybe you don't want to nourish certain things with your words or your thoughts and your ideas. This includes worry. This includes being uh, overly critical or self-critical or, or critical of others. So this is a time when there's a little bit of a pivot for you right now, and especially with Venus and Taurus and Uranus and Taurus as well. This is a, such a bigger shift and revolution in how you communicate, how you think, how you listen, how you learn, how you move, the choices that you make, and sort of this connection that's been happening throughout 2021 and 2022 between your, your, your voice, the words out of your mouth, but also what is behind those words how you're able to more confidently express your voice and more confidently, more confidently even um, express something that is beyond this world, your intuitive voice. And I will say, and I think it's important for you to keep in mind, Pisces, that Saturn turning retrograde um, last week, it's the last time Saturn's going to turn retrograde in your 12th sign um, for a very long time, 30 years. So what's going to happen is that Saturn's going to pull back and then in October it's going to go forward 
And then by March of 2023, I think it's March 4th of 2023, Saturn's going to go into Pisces. So I want you to think about this time, June of 2022 to March of 2023 as a very important time for you to wrap things up. It's a the end of a long cycle. Sort of a visual I want to leave you with Pisces is that your life, at, you're at the end of this great story, the end of this great chapter, and you've got all these boxes. These are the boxes that you've been creating around for the last 30 years. Now, what do you want to bring with you into March of 2023? And what do you not want to bring with you? This includes physical things, but this also includes emotional, internal, and spiritual things that you don't want to bring with you. Because when Saturn crosses into Pisces in March of 2023, it's like those things are with you. They're with you in the manifested world. Right now, a lot of the the, the narrative right now for Pisces, it's in the non-manifested world. It's in the 12th. It's in your intuition, your dreams, your unconscious, your blind spots, but also really preparing for the next big chapter of your life. So just a few pointers, Pisces, I'm going to point you towards the future, but also really thinking about the choices that you're making right now and how they are setting you up for this next big chapter of your life that is going to happen starting in March of 2023. So that is your look at the astrology of June 6th through 12th of 2022. I thank you all for joining me for another live look at the astrology. And then I see some familiar faces in the, in the live chat. I even see somebody that's trying to scam people out of spell work, you know. By the way, speaking of scammers, um, every, and, I, and I know you message me every week, and, and I have to say it happens every week that somebody clones my account and pretends to be me to scam you all out of money. Don't don't do that. I mean, report them. I wish I wish there was an easier way for, for this to be fixed because it doesn't make sense that it's even happening at all. As somebody who's in, who was in tech, I'm like, you can easily filter out um, people that just keep replicating accounts, but apparently it's not a priority. So thank you all for joining me for another live look. Um, sign up for my newsletter if you want um, some information about this week's astrology um, first thing on Mondays. Um, the link is in the show notes. Uh, you can book a consultation with me. Um, a lot of you are my clients. Um, where is Saturn? You know, What are your life lessons? What's in your contract? What's, what, what is your life built around Saturn? Where Saturn was when you were born? Um, and of course, follow me on Facebook youtube instagram and even spotify so i will see you all next week and until then take care bye